ourselves in. Machinery that gives abundance has left us in want. We think too much and feel too little. More than machinery, we need humanity. We know the air is unfit to breathe and our food is unfit to eat. As if that's the way it's supposed to be. We know things are bad, worse than bad. They're crazy. You've got to say, I'm a human being. God damn it. My life has value. You have meddled for the tribal forces of nature. Don't give yourselves to brutes. Men who despise you, enslave you, who regiment your lives, tell you what to do, what to think, or what to feel, who drill you, tire you, treat you like cattle, use you as cannon fodder. Don't give yourselves to these unnatural men, machine men, with machine minds and machine hearts. <laughs> Jason Hermes. And who loves you? And who do you love? Hello, everybody. What is that? Machinery that gives abundance has left us in Okay, I don't know why I'm listening to that. More than machinery, we need humanity. What is playing? You know, the air is under Is that on? As if that's the way it's supposed to be. We know things are bad. Why is it repeating? They're crazy. I'm not even. I'm not playing this on my end, guys. So I, I don't know what's going on here. Um, help, Krista. Is that coming from my end? I'm not seeing anything here. Men who despise you, enslave you, who regiment your life. Um, what to do, what to think, or what to I'm feel. I'm trying here, guys. I'm not sure what to say. This is really bizarre. Don't give yourselves to these unnatural men. Um, I need some help here. I'm hearing it through. Maybe this isn't their fault. Guys, I'm sorry. Let me save the playlist to file here. Tickens. Save. Yes. X. Okay. with Jason Hermes. And who loves you? And it's just on repeat. It's just on repeat. Hello, everybody. Yeah, that's not me. It can't be me. Okay, I don't, I don't know think. why. More than machinery. What is going on? Humanity. Know, right now, guys. I'm sorry. Is that on? Um. I don't know what to do here. Repeating. I'm not even. I'm not playing this on my end, guys. <laughs> so I, I don't know what's going on. Um. Krista, I'm gonna hang up for dead air. Call me back. I want to see if that fixes the issue. Is okay. That from my Sorry, end? RVM audience.
What to do, what to think, or what to I'm feel. trying here, guys. I, I don't know what's going on. This is really bizarre. Never had this happen in my life. Okay. Um, I need some help here. Guys, this is crazy. I'm hearing it through. And this isn't your fault. I don't know what's going on. Their fault. Guys, I'm sorry. Thank you. I'm going to save the playlist to file here. Tickens. Save. Yes. No. X. What is going on? Okay. I, I don't want to cut my stream. With Jason Burbis. And who loves you? And it's just trying to repeat. It's just on repeat. Hello? Uh, guys, I need to... Yeah, that's not me. I need to come back again, Christy. You're going to have to give me a minute. Okay, I don't, I don't know think why. this is killing me. I don't know exactly what we're going to do about this. What is going on? But we got to do something. So I got to hang up. Distinct properties 
By Tuesday morning, you're just stuck in the week. So sincere touches me. Face breeds possibilities. Friday nights start out so hopeful indeed. Sunday mornings prove despair from the week. It's not my aim to let you down. But all you do is comfort me. While we linger on this ride, I know those eyes, I know those eyes, even those pretty eyes were still made to see. Cause I've got blood on my face, such an ugly taste, is there nothing in the world to keep me moving if I've lost you? All right. Um, hopefully we're back at least on the RVM stream. Um, that was my fault, kind of, for some reason, for the first time ever. I had redvoicemedia.com in the background because sometimes I show people that, and the stream automatically started, and it kept being on rotate. On I had to end my browser. But now the problem is that <laughs> obviously we're 10 minutes deep and I'm not streaming anywhere else which is trash. I am trying to get my YouTube stream up, so bear with me, everybody. Uh, I really do apologize. We usually don't have these type of problems. We'll be talking um, the Tuckins. We'll be talking the military. I see I already upset some people who are very emotional with my thumbnail, but that's too bad uh, because this is something that definitely needs to be talked about. Okay, so let's save that. Okay, why can't I enable this stuff? on launch you gotta be kidding me right now why is all this happening just gonna automatically oh this is gonna be killing me so let's let's see if we can get going on youtube and i don't know that we're going to this is so frustrating sorry guys you're watching this and and for some reason it won't let me set up my live stream but we're gonna do that anyway we're gonna find a way we're gonna edit the one I'm going to have to figure out how to delete that. Great. It's because this is exactly how I wanted my morning to start. Grr. Grr. Let's see. Are we streaming on YouTube? Okay. We're, we're on YouTube, at least. Sort of, kind of, right? We're there. That's good. I hope. Let's see. YouTube.com. By the way, thumbs up, subscribe, and share. Again, we're not usually this rocky. Unfortunately, we are rocking the rocky right now. What do we got going on live? No, it, we're not streaming on YouTube. <laughs> My God, this is really not making me happy. Um, next. Congratulations. Remember the next time you want to go live, what? Did I just get thrown off? Not the beginning of the show I wanted, guys. By the way, I just keep losing subscribers on YouTube regardless. I guess it really doesn't matter if it's a clown show. <laughs> every day I lose 10, 20 subscribers every single day. Then there's like a little boost and I lose 10 and 20 a day again. All right. Content. Live. Create. Well, let's, let's delete. Can I even delete this yet? Let's delete forever. Delete that one forever. I understand. Delete forever. That's... That's the deletion. Okay. Now we're going to create it. We're going to go live, everybody. And, and it's not giving me the studio. 
at all anymore for some reason. Is that because I'm already because I'm already broadcasting? That's that's probably what the problem is. I'm a goofball. All right, take that off. Try it again. Calm down, Jason. Just take a deep breath. Nope. Nope. Won't let me do it. Won't let me do it. That is so bizarre. Will not let me stream to YouTube right now. Great. It's fine. We'll put it up after the fact. That's what we're going to have to do on everything. And I, and I really do apologize for that. Whatever we're on. We're on Red Voice Media. That's what That's what matters. And we're three minutes away from a commercial break. <laughs> and I have to pull up all my videos again that I had set up for the thing because I screwed this up. So where is that? Where is the, the tickens? I think it's over here. Yes. Okay. Let's see. <laughs> Fuck it. We'll do it live. <laughs> you heard it. And I heard it here as well. These are, these are the Tucker. Uh, leaks that only make Tucker Carlson look extremely good, guys. You know, they only make him look really, really good, every single one of them. That's not what I wanted to start with today, and it's not what I'm going to start with today, okay? <sighs> I'm going to talk about the lunacy of the U.S. Navy, and, uh, you know, I could tell right away I was going to piss some people off. Oh, this isn't about left or right yet, and you're right, it's not. It's about right and wrong, and I'm sorry. If you don't think that they are trying to destroy the military from within, and, and I heard people say the military going woke is a distraction. This has nothing to do with woke, guys. This is the destruction of an institution from within on purpose to get rid of human beings. Let me repeat that. To get rid of human, they don't want humans anywhere near it. And they certainly don't want aggressive men. That traditionally is exactly what you want in a successful military. Why? Because the robots are coming. The robots are coming. The robots are coming. The robots are coming. And they want you as malleable as possible. So, you know, when I saw this cartoon level story, I, I once again had to, had to think to myself, do I want to lead with this? It's probably going to end up going viral, not through my show. Why would anything from my show go viral? But it will go viral. In the sense that, how do I put this? <laughs> It'll go viral in the sense that people will start talking about it and people will get all upset. But if you think that a male drag queen named Harpy Daniels, a.k.a. Joshua Kelly. So this again, it's a biological man, everybody. Enlisted as a man, it's a man. Like I had someone say, you know, if you're going to go after the woman in there, there, there is no woman in the picture. Okay. There's two pictures of the new Navy digital ambassador as Harpy Daniels and as Joshua Kelly. All right. This person's supposed to recruit people for the military. Do you think that this is going to help recruitments at all, even a little bit? No, it will hurt it. And they know that. And they know that. Like, I, I watch this thing, this harpy thing, okay? And let's let's do it. Let's do it live. This is their Instagram. They're not, they don't even have a large following, but boy, are they gonna have a large following after this is announced everywhere. So the Navy Digital Ambassador. Let's 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 watch the road to becoming a Navy Navy 
digital ambassador. Apparently, it's dressing up like female anime characters. You know what? We got to wait on that anyway. Let's play a commercial as as we get things moving and grooving here on this morning. And of course, I don't have man. I'm so er, I'm so irked right now. I hate when things don't go my way. I'm, I'm, I'm doing my best Alex Jones right now. I can't believe this is happening, folks. All right, first commercial, guys. We'll be back in a moment. Have you heard of Executive Order 14067? This little-known order implemented the digital dollar, the most sinister plan to control your spending. And it gets worse. In November, the federal government and banks began a test program to roll out the digital dollar. With this, privacy for all Americans will be lost forever. Imagine, the government can now track all of your spending. The government can tell you what you can and can't buy. The government could confiscate your cash. When digital currency was rolled out in China, Bloomberg wrote, quote, this will lead to control like no other, end quote. The EU has announced that they are next, but it is already happening in America which makes this wealth protection guide that American Alternative Assets just put out even more urgent. Project Hamilton, as this secret order is being called, might be the scariest order to happen to privacy and freedom in America since its founding, which makes this wealth protection guide so incredibly valuable right now. Move your money out of cash and into something that doesn't infringe on your privacy. You see, there is one legal IRS-proof loophole that could protect your IRA, 401k, and pension savings with gold and silver. And this free guide tells you exactly which steps you need to take right now to move part of your IRA or 401k into precious metals with no tax consequences. As this program rolls out, the sky's the limit for the level of government control that could be enforced on your money. Protect your savings and your privacy. But in the devastation ahead, American Alternative Assets is offering you something rare, a chance to protect your wealth and possibly even grow it. So there you go. I want to get back to the stories as um, we're, we're going to be rapid fire today. In fact, the second hour, if you're watching our, on RVM, if you're on the RVM stream, you're all good. You can just stay there. The second hour will come up. Right now, we're not even streaming the first hour on any of my channels because of the mistake I made because of this new 24-hour process. And I had no idea this thing was playing in the background on my browser. Couldn't find it. There'll be two videos up there on my other pages for the first and second hour, but you can just watch at Red Voice Media. Remember, if you want to support the broadcast, it's redvoicemedia.com slash uncensored or redvoicemedia.com slash Jason, 10 bucks a month, and uh, it helps support the broadcast. So let's take a look again, because this is going to recruit people for the military. This guy, the Barbie guy, the Sailor Moon guy, all right, the, 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 the Navy digital asset, he's going to... He's going to overtake Dylan Mulvaroony, Mulvariski, as the best-known drag queen in America, the digital ambassador. So, yeah, here, here, here it is. Here's the little bit. I hear the train is coming. It's rolling around the bend. And I ain't seen the sunshine. I don't know where. To a remix of Johnny Cash, by the way. Again, this is going to get people to join the military. I'm going to be full of friends and high 
Since I've grown, not just as a drag queen, but a leader in a sailor outfit and women's makeup and fake breasts. Being the representation of people who were oppressed for years in the service. I don't care what this person does in their personal life. I don't think that they shouldn't be a part of the military. I don't think in any way, shape, or form this behavior exudes the type of thing that actually gets soldiers to want to join the military, however. Because I'm in a place called reality. Now, look, I have big issues with the military. I, I, I come from a generation where we didn't go to a movie theater where I had to hear some, you know, half-assed rock and roll song for a, a minute and a half Marines ad or Army ad. That was all post-War of Terror. And progressively, as I saw that start to happen, I didn't like that. But at least then I knew what we were recruiting. We were recruiting able-bodied men, mostly, and women in the military. That's not what this is. This is, this is first of all, psychological warfare on the populace. They know this isn't going to bring recruitment up at all. They know it's going to enrage a certain section of the population. And that's my main objective, or uh, I, I get objection, okay, is that none of this is to build a stronger military at all, not even a little bit, not even a little bit. And they know it, and they know it. But again, that's not the goal, not even close to the goal. The goal is to automate most people out. The goal is to have subservient bootlicking humans within the military, just like they do their bureaucracies in most cases. That's the goal. That's why you're gonna see more, I mean more, we didn't even finish this. I, I just, it's over the top. It's a guy in makeup and fake breasts is the digital ambassador for the Navy. When I was just a baby Many have tried bringing it down me Many have tried to silence Oh, there it is, the Tuckins The Tuckins Again, we'll get into the Tuckins I mean, this is outlandish In the Navy I mean, that's always kind of been the joke That if you were gay And to join the military The Navy was your best bet And again, that's not my joke You know, my my joke was clearly the Richard Gere joke here, an officer and a gentleman. It's not just Richard anymore. It's Joshua Kelly. But I'm probably bad for that. Uh, I'm probably as bigoted as Tucker Carlson, the Tuckins, for pointing this out. Always be a good boy. Don't ever play with God. Navy digital ambassador. Clearly, this person's the Navy digital ambassador because they are extremely savvy with technology and the internet. Clearly. I just, I mean, is this where Harpy's the biggest over on the TikTok? 
the TikTok again. I, I played it from the Instagram, but the TikTok. And look, they know that this is bad for them. They know the military knows this is bad for them. Bud Light has dominated, dominated the beer scene. And look, usually back in the day, one of the ways they did that was not only the blue collars out there, the veterans, the military, etc. Okay, but college students, mainly men, and some women that drink a little beer. You know, girls drink beer too. That's pretty much over. I, I'm serious. That's pretty much over. Oh, I got out of the the uh, bar business just as the uh, White Claws and the Trulies and all these spritzers and seltzers came out, and Bud Light, along with every other brand, was forced to come out with the seltzer. Why? Because most guys now, from from the younger generation, like sugar drinks. They like sugar drinks. They, they like a spritzer. Hmm? Bartles and Janes. Remember that? It was wine coolers back in my day, like when I was a little kid. And then that kind of expanded, just a, just a teeny tiny bit, expanded into, um, what was it? Zima for a little while. Zima is something different. And, and that even then, if you look at those commercials, it was some kind of like soft, metrosexual type dude in a hipster hat. We should play a Zima commercial. And they tried to sell that. And, and guess what? Men weren't that soft then. Still. So it failed, just like everything else. We're soft. We're super soft. We're trained to be soft. And I'm sorry, but that that 2017-18 rush, I saw it. I saw it. So the military knows that by doing this, it's just a failure. It's not going to bring anybody in, but they do it anyway. Why are they doing it anyway? They want it to purposely fail. Let me bring up some Zemos. Let's do it live, right, Tuck? Let's play that clip right in the background. Why not? What are we going to do, Tuck? <laughs> Fuck it, we'll do it live. That's right. <laughs> That's right, baby. I'm glad you're tuning in. Be in the RVM stream. And remember, stay here. You get both hours. The, the second hour is a banger, by the way. I did a pre-record last night because I had a scheduling conflict that I didn't take care of before. I went an hour later. I'm going to take care of it for next week, hopefully. But in the second hour, we're going to get into uh, Planet Critical, a promoted podcast, the United Nations, and... The population control agenda, the overpopulation problem that's not a problem that they talk about, all right, and then want top-down control for, and it's these two women, and they're having this conversation. They really care about the planet. Yeah, they really care about the planet. It's a blockbuster second hour. You're going to want to stick around for that. Um, let's find the Zima commercial. Like I said, we'll do it live. We'll do it live. I just want to apologize to the, the cluster truck, to the audience. Zima, can we not? There it is. Zima. 1994, when Jason Burmis couldn't even drive. Here we go. Zay, you're out for a beer. What do you have? Beer. What if there wasn't any beer? Sorry, guys. Never heard of it. Sorry, guys. I've never heard of beer. And by the way, we've got a commercial going on with some guy in a hat with curly hair. What if there wasn't any beer? Maybe we give you a sugary drink. Uh, 
Zima. Zima's good. Yo, bro, Zima. Zima's a unique alcohol beverage. Kind of like it. Anything else? You got pretzels? What day is this? Something different. Let's let's play another one. I can't help myself. One more, and then we actually have to go to a uh, commercial break. Here we go. Zima. So, you're all set for a barbecue. Look what my mom got. You're gonna eat that? That's brain food, Kevin. What's a classic alcohol beverage with burgers and dogs? I don't eat meat, you guys. Cheddar, Gruyere. Put away from my burger, man. Do you guys want whale? Notice it's 1994, and that's the woman right there. She doesn't eat meat. This is long before the vegan craze, and things get totally and completely out of control, by the way. Oh, you putting that there? Where's the cheese? Look at that. It's burning. Oh, man. That's hot. Oh, man. 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 All right, we're going to hit another quick commercial. When we come back, we're going to play and go over the leaked Tuckins video. But first, a word from our sponsor. You're still looking good. I'm still feeling good. You know, I've got all your MyPillow products. Mattress topper, bed sheets, MyPillows, towels, slippers, blankets, sleepwear. Whoa, whoa, Charles. Everyone now can get MyPillow products at huge discounts at MyPillow.com. That's right. Now's the time to go to MyPillow.com or call the number on your screen. Use your promo code to take advantage of our three-in-one sale. We're bringing you exciting new products, overstock specials, and closeout deals you won't find anywhere else. For example, when you buy one of our brand new MyPillow 2.0s, you get another one absolutely free. And with our overstock sale, you save 50% on our luxurious Giza Dream bed sheets. That's as low as $29.99 for the best sheets ever. And with our biggest closeout special, you get our all-season slippers for only $35 or our sandals and slides for just $25. Quantities are limited, and once they're gone, they're gone. He's interrupting this commercial. <laughs> oh, good old Mike Lindell. Get a pillow. Use the promo card, our, our promo code RVM. Get a discount. Support free speech, and independent media. Okay, I want to move on to the Tuckins um, because it appears right now that Media, media Matters is getting these clips leaked to them by people within Fox that are supposed to show Tucker Carlson in a bad light. Every video I've seen so far, and so far I've seen three, maybe there's more, send them to me, Burmas Brigade, please, I want to check them out. Um. Every single one I've seen so far, every one makes him look good. Makes him look like the first one we'll play. We're going to play the first one last. But basically, he's complaining that Fox Nation sucks. And it did. And the only reason people subscribed to Fox Nation was because of Tucker Carlson. And Tucker Carlson wanted the work he was doing at Fox Nation to be seen like his long-form interviews and his mini documentaries. And instead... He calls them out for making Lifetime-style movies nobody's watching, right? The only sell 
of that whole thing was the Tuckins. No one gave a rat's ass about Kevin Costner. No offense to Roseanne, but her comedy special didn't move numbers. And certainly not picking on the big guy, Jesus Cristo up there, right? But the Jesus story is only going to bring so many people in. You know who's going to bring people in? The number one guy in news, okay? Now, they're, they're, I've seen this headlines. It's not how white men fight. The, the text from Tucker that said he wanted a white mob to kill an Antifa kid, but then realized that he was wrong, set off a chain of events that led to his dismissal. Now, I read this, and again, I'm going to read it verbatim. These are the leaked texts that are supposed to bring him down. A couple of weeks ago, I was watching a video of people fighting on the street in Washington. A group of Trump guys surrounded an Antifa kid and started pounding the living shit out of him. It was it was three against one, at least. Jumping a guy like that is dishonorable, obviously. It's not how white men fight. I don't love that I put white in there, okay, period. I don't love the fact that three people attack somebody, by the way. But you here, I totally agree with him. Yet suddenly, I found myself rooting for the mob against the man, hoping they'd hit him hard or kill him. I really wanted them to hurt the kid. I could taste it. Then somewhere deep in my brain, an alarm went off. This isn't good for me. I'm becoming something I don't want to be. Good. I'm glad he had that realization. That's a good realization. I often talk about the fact that we don't want to call Antifa terrorists or domestic terrorists if they do what? If they take down a statue or even burn a building. If you burn a building, you should be charged with arson. Let's not call American citizens domestic terrorists. Let's not throw that around. And certainly let's not root for a mob to hurt people. Um, these personal texts though, I mean, are these coming from the Dominion suit? And, and I, I want people to understand whatever you do on this device is recorded every single time. Anything you do here, anything you do on the magical internet, think about it. Doesn't matter if it was Yesterday, a week ago, a year ago, five years ago, 20 years ago, with the inception of the web, it's there forever. It's uh, it's somewhere databased forever, and they can find it. <sighs> the Antifa creep is a human being. Much as I despise what he says and does, much as I'm sure I'd hate him personally if I knew him, I shouldn't gloat over his suffering. Correct, Tuck. I should be bothered by it. Correct, Tuck. I should remember that somewhere, somebody probably loves this kid and would be crushed if he was killed. If I don't care about those things, if I reduce people to their politics, how am I better than he is? And he's not. So again, th this leak, when taken in total context and not a headline, makes me like Tucker more. The, the whole, this isn't how white men fight, I don't like that either. That's that's actually not true, Tucker, by the way. That's 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 really is, is not true. And, and I can just tell you right now, growing up um, uh, in a college, college town in my, basically, I, I went to college, I think I went to my orientation at 17. And I, when I say growing up, I mean literally that transition from a teenage kid into a man. I watched 
more gangs of white men, the, the ma mass majority of them, white men in fraternities get into either group fights or jump people. Happened all the time. In fact, I used to, and I'm not proud of this, I was young, I was probably 19 at the time. I got my first DV camera, and it, mini DV, not HD. I, I couldn't believe it had a zoom and it was handheld, and I could even put something to tape. Amazing! I don't have a lot of those tapes anymore. Oh, and it was hard to capture stuff. You were capturing stuff through Firewire. I digress. I would go out to the bars right around close, 15 to 20 minutes before close, when people started um, to congregate outside of the bars and as they started to get kicked out. And I would just wait nine times out of 10, man, nine times out of 10, group fight. Group fight or somebody got jumped and it was multiple people. So this idea that that's not how white men fight, I think that's kind of ludicrous. But I, I, when I read the whole thing, it's more along the lines of somebody having the revelation, hey, that's a bad thought process. That's a bad thing. I need to do better. I need to do better. Good. That's awesome. I'm glad you made that acknowledgement. That's a good thing that you acknowledged you need to do better. Awesome talk. So down the line, we're going to play these Tuckins videos. Let's do it. Let's do the first one. Why not? <laughs> Fuck it. We'll do it live. <laughs> you wouldn't? Okay. I'm not, you know what? I'm not qualified on that score, I will say. Now, this one here, I have no idea who Tucker is referring to. I, I don't know the situation. There's not any context here. Again, th these are the things being leaked to Media Matters. But with this one in particular, he's talking about somebody and their girlfriend. I don't know who the girlfriend is. I don't know what she looks like. But when he references the bird, I would assume that he's talking about NBC and Peacock or maybe MSNBC. That, you know, he's acknowledging that if they got a hold of this footage, that they would try to destroy him for daring to say that a, uh, a woman is quote unquote yummy. In other words, he's not allowed to feel attracted to women and then verbalize that. That's a bad, that's bad. That's, that's a no, no. And I know the Tuck's a happily married man. But God forbid he should say somebody else's girlfriend or lady, okay, is yummy. I thought his girlfriend was kind of yummy. Just kidding. Just kidding. Cases is being pulled off the bird. Yeah, the bird. Hey, media matters for America. Go fuck yourself. That's the first thing I want to say tonight. Second thing is totally kidding. I don't even know what his girlfriend looks like. And if I did, I would not find her yummy. <laughs> yeah, you know, I got I like the F bombs. This is how I talk. I, I get there's a time and a place uh for it, okay? It's <laughs> everything I love everything about that. Sorry, David Brock and Media Matters. I love everything about it. I love it so much. We're gonna play it again. We're gonna play it again. You wouldn't? Okay. I'm not, you know what? I'm not qualified on that score, I will say. I thought his girlfriend was kind of yummy. Just kidding. Just kidding. Cases is being pulled off the bird. Yeah, the bird. Hey, media matters for America. Go fuck yourself. 
That's the first thing I want to say tonight. Second thing is totally kidding. I don't even know what his girlfriend looks like. And if I did, I would not find her yummy. <laughs> and again, I, I've had my issues with Tuck, but I, I also remember when Tucker used to go on the Bubble of Love Sponge show and it's some of the things he said on there, they've tried to use against him, even though he was on a comedy show, the likes of which was on the Howard Stern Network of all places. It was syndicated in Florida. It was big there. And, uh, you know, inadvertently, that show would end up taking down Gawker, believe it or not. Because Bubba the Love Sponge uh, <laughs> let Hogan have sex with his then wife and uh, taped it on purpose to use it as a blackmail tool or to sell it later on as a sex tape and make mucho dinero off it. Just That just shows you, man, people are terrible. That was supposed to be his buddy. That was supposed to be his friend. And look, I don't know what the relationship was behind the scenes, but yuck, yuck. All right, here's maybe my favorite clip of Tuckins because it shows that he cares and he wants to get the information out. He wants people to see the work, not how many subscribers can we get. And look, the media organizations, obviously, you need subscribers. You need people that are going to support the outlet. The most important thing to me is not making money or becoming rich. I'm sorry. It's getting the message out no matter what in as many ways as possible and having as many people as possible watch my work. That's why the documentary films are free. So listen to what Tuckins has to say about Fox Nation. Have people watch anyway? Um, we're going to, uh, because I, 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 you know, I'm like, I, I don't want to be, I, I don't want to be a slave to Fox Nation, which I don't think that many people watch anyway. Um, we're going to, uh, because I, 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 you know, I'm like a representative of the American media now. Speaking to an exile in Romania and welcoming him back into the brotherhood of journalists. Yeah, it would help us out if he wore a sweater though, because we asked him not to wear a suit, like he was panicking about it. So you don't have to, Tucker's going to be looking casual, that's just how our show looks. Tucker's like, I'm not trying to make this casual. I I'm trying to make this as professional as possible because it's important. Is that okay? I, 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 I mean, this is airing on the nighttime show and I want it to look official. I don't want it to be like bro talk. And I, and I, you know what I mean? Yeah, but the majority of it, like if we go like 45 minutes, it's going to be for Fox Nation. But nobody's going to watch it on Fox Nation. Nobody watches Fox Nation because the site sucks. So I'd really like to just put the dump the whole thing on YouTube. Um, but See, I'd like to put the whole thing on YouTube. He's smart. He's just like, look, I want to use the tools we have and I want to reach a large audience. And guess what? That's why we still stream to YouTube. So many people come down on me for that. Oh, Jason, why, why do you even use YouTube? I'm going to use whatever I can to reach as many people as possible. And YouTube is where it's at. That's where the audience is. But anyway, that's just my view. Um, uh, I'm just frustrated with the, in, it, it's hard to use that site. I don't know why they're not fixing it. It's driving me insane. And, and that should drive them insane. It's not a startup. Everything this guy's saying is dead on. Hey, 
You're a multi-billion dollar media conglomerate. You're one of the biggest things out there, if not the biggest thing in cable news, possibly globally. Now, CNN has international, blah, blah, blah. Fox News is a juggernaut. For them to have a subpar website that, again, has exclusive content from the number one guy, that is frustrating. That's something that should have been fixed in a week's time. Plunk down one, five, ten million dollars to get it going. It's a no-brainer, especially if you're trying to build your online presence. And I remember like a year and a half, two years ago, they were talking about it was time for the tuck to go. The tuck's on his way out. And then Tucker went on television and said, actually, quite the, the opposite. We're going to be giving him more. We're going to have Tucker Carlson today. And we're going to do mini documentary films. And then as soon as the first mini documentary film is released, I think like the first week, uh, Let Them Eat Bugs with my buddy Jay Dyer in it, all of a sudden he's fired. And they're like making like lifetime movies, but they don't they don't work on the infrastructure of the site. Like what? It's crazy. And it drives me crazy because it's like we're doing all this extra work and no one can find it. It's unbelievable, actually. I don't know who runs that site. We're going to play a sizable chunk on the show tomorrow night. That's the plan. And then what it's going to do is drive a lot of people to watch this on Fox Nation. It's going to be a great help to what we're doing over there on TV today. So, again, like they're talking to him like he's a child. Like, we don't understand what happens when you're trying to drive an audience over. I get that's what you want to do, but the site sucks. And I want the information out. And I feel for the Tuckins. I know, but I, we, we're doing our part. We're like working like animals to produce all this content. And the people in charge of it, whoever that guy's, whatever his name is, like they're ignoring the fact that the site doesn't work. And it, it's, I think it's like a betrayal of our efforts. That's how I feel. So I, of course, I resent it. And now a word from our sponsor. Folks, we have a huge problem on our hands. A banking crisis is spiraling, and it's all thanks to the current administration's reckless spending, sky-high inflation, and massive interest rate hikes. Now, these banks are suffering. And guess what? They can legally seize your savings without notice to bail themselves out. That's right. Thanks to a sneaky law passed back in 2008, it's now legal for banks to take your hard-earned money, including your retirement savings, to save themselves. Now, this could leave your retirement accounts decimated and you paying the price for their disastrous policies. Take action now before it's too late. Now, this guide will show you how to defend your money and keep your retirement savings safe from the banking crisis and the current administration's financial fiasco. This simple and 100% legal strategy may help you protect your retirement against higher taxes, soaring inflation, and a volatile economy. So don't let your golden years be ruined by someone else's mistakes. To secure your free wealth protection guide and safeguard what's rightfully yours. Don't wait. The time to act is now. All right, we got a little less than 15 minutes in the first hour of the broadcast. If you're watching this live right now, streaming on RVM, you don't have to do anything. You don't have to worry. The second hour is just going to come up. We're going to be talking about Planet Critical. Really important hour on where the predator class would love to take society and how they're doing it step by step and walking us in to this futuristic 
neo-feudalistic nightmare. Okay, that's a big story. We're going to get to it. It's going to be on the other side. I want to encourage people, if they are on just redvoicemedia.com watching the stream, to make sure you also go to Rumble and subscribe to Red Voice Media because aside from the stream, they also post the show later on. They also post clips, and then you get everybody else's shows too. Everybody else is out there. Subscribe to me on Rumble. There's a lot of stuff that we're not putting on YouTube because we can't. In fact, they're starting to scrub more and more of RFK Jr. stuff. I just saw Kim Iverson got a strike for medical misinformation for having Kennedy on the program. I think we're going to see more and more of that. And she did that interview, I think, maybe even more than six months ago. Quite some time ago. They don't like that he's polling well. Okay, 19% with most people um, not even being aware that he's running at this point. It's a big deal. And he's going to take people in from both sides, especially with comments like this, instead of championing free speech, the U.S. actively persecutes journalists and whistleblowers. I'll pardon brave truth tellers like Julian Assange. Can't really be pardoned uh, at this point because he's never been convicted of a crime by every. Uh, by the way, everybody, drop the charges and ensure that we don't go after him with our Department of Injustice or Department of Defense ever again. Yeah, we should do that uh, and investigate the corruption and crimes they exposed. That's big. This isn't the Soviet Union. The America I love doesn't imprison dissidents. Hashtag free Assange. Hashtag Kennedy 24. So they're going to be coming after him. Two bombshell Epstein stories that we're going to cover in the final 10 minutes of this first hour. Okay. And now I have not even been able to read this because it's hot off the presses. If you have a Wall Street Journal subscription, um, then you're going to be able to get behind the paywall. And I'm sure that what we're going to see is other media outlets reporting on this. Now, we had the bombshell story earlier. Oh, he was meeting with Burns, the ex-chief of the CIA. Oh, oh, how about that? Oh, Chomsky was in there. And this is all 2015, 2017, when everybody knew, when he already had his sweetheart deal and the Palm Beach incident already went down. Okay. This new one is naming names that we've named before, like what? Ahud Barak, dinners with Woody Allen, shocker, uh, guys like Larry Summers, Mr. Harvard. There's pictures of them all over, by the way. And there's Billy Gates, among many, many others. Dinners with Lawrence Summers and movie screenings with Woody Allen. And, and look, again, we don't love to pick on physical appearances, but Larry Summers looks like something out of a central casting villain. That's all I'm going to say. He, I, I mean, if like Larry Summers, if you wanted to not have Christian Bale play the penguin with a bunch of prosthetics, and in fact, I, I was completely impressed with that. I had no idea that Christian Bale was playing the penguin. Obviously, unrecognizable. They do a great job. You could just hire Larry Summers. Larry Summers could be the penguin. In fact, doesn't HBO have that series coming out, The Penguin? And that next? not coming up pretty sure it is pretty sure it is okay that's one huge epstein story this is another maria farmer is asking fbi to probe why it failed to investigate jeffrey epstein in the decades before his arrest despite being contacted by his victims and we 
interviewed Maria all the way back in what feels like either 2017 or 2018. Immediately after she did the interview with me, she no longer gave out interviews for months and months and months. I think within 48 hours of that interview, um, we kept in touch behind the scenes. And the real takeaway from Maria Farmer's story is that in 1996, over a decade before the Palm Beach incident, she went to what? The FBI and the NYPD and filed reports with them, which both ultimately shrugged off her warnings about Epstein and Maxwell. Now, nearly 27 years later, Farmer is demanding that the FBI examine why it failed to investigate her complaints about Epstein, similar to how the agency probed its errors in other crimes, including the Parkland, Florida school shooting and Larry Nassar's sex abuse. We did a whole documentary called Code Red, which actually is now available free in the second hour, probably from about a month ago. I haven't posted it individually. I got to get on that. I've got to do that. It's five plus years ago. Plenty of questions surrounding uh, Parkland in Florida. Again, not saying Nicholas Cruz wasn't 100% involved because he was. All the evidence shows that. And uh, there's a lot of other questions involving that. So those kind of things are whitewashes, in my opinion. Larry Nasser was doing this to how many young girls and how many of them knew it. And this is somebody that was involved with Olympic athletes. On Tuesday, a lawyer for Farmer sent a letter to FBI Director Christopher Wray, Attorney General Merrick Garland, and Justice Department Inspector General Michael E. Horowitz demanding an inquiry into the FBI's failure to seriously investigate Epstein and Maxwell. I want to show everybody something. I want to show everybody something. We're going to do it live. How about Robert Mueller Epstein? We'll just type those words in. Okay. AP News claim, claim, ready? Claim. Mueller didn't strike a plea deal with Jeffrey Epstein. We don't know what the deal was. Okay, we don't know what the deal was. But we do know there's documentation. That, I mean, look at this. Look, look at what they say. Uh, false. Former Emma, uh, Miami U.S. Attorney Alexander Acosta, not the FBI or Mueller, signed a 2008 non-prosecution deal with Epstein while he was under investigation for sexually abusing at least 40 girls in Florida and New York. Remember, Acosta had to resign. Uh, Acosta resigns. All right, there he is. Oh, yeah, that's right. Over the Fuhrer, over the plea deal. Okay, this is on, the, on July 12th. Acosta asked about intelligence connections to Epstein. Okay. Look at that. July 9th. Jeffrey, look at it. Let me take a look. He, he defends it. Oh, belong, Jeffrey Epstein belonged to intelligence. Oh, that was on July, uh, uh, July 9th. Okay. That was on July 9th. He got asked three days later. He's out. He's out. He's out. There it is right here. This is right here. He speaks about it on the 10th, the 9th or the 10th, and he's out 48 hours later with Trump by his side. Now, 
I typed in Robert Mueller at Epstein. Let's go to images. Oh, look at that. There no images of the signed document for, from Google? How much you want to bet? We do Robert Mueller Epstein. We do a little copy sauce. We go to duckduckgo.com. Okay. We do the same thing. We go to images. Let's see if we can't get an image of that deal. Oh, we know there's a, there it is. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. But again, they frame it in a manner that it's going to be a lot harder to even find this image and to understand what it means. You see it? Right there. This is the FBI deal. The Federal Bureau of Investigation with Big Dog Muller. Big Doggy Dog. Okay, so uh, lots of uh, lots of blackouts. So the FBI absolutely was involved with Epstein, although they're not the ones that made the agreement. Okay, he they just say he has to uphold his agreement with the state of Florida. The case agent also advised that no further forfeiture assistance will be required for this case. In other words, we're not taking anything. We've cut a deal with Epstein. We've cut a deal with Epstein. It's right there. there there's another document with Mueller's actual name on it. Okay? Maybe I, maybe that's what I need to do. Let's see. Is, is this one any different from that one? That looks like it's the same one. Boy, they make these things hard to find. Let's see. Let's type in FBI Epstein document. That's what we want to do. FBI Epstein doc. There's just that one right there. Is this uh, another one? This one's on Reddit. That could be it right there. Mm, that looks not like the Mueller one. Let's see. That doesn't look like the Mueller one. That's the Palm Beach Police Department one. Maybe we'll bring it back uh, with everything. Oop, oop. We have it here. Oh, oh, look at this. There's another part of that document right here. Let's open that image in a new tab. We do it live. So there, there's uh, the first one. Here it is. Child prostitution. Nothing. There's no such thing as child prostitution. Child rape. You know, that's that's the real thing. The request, the opening of the subfiles in caption case. Yeah, good luck. Good luck. So the FBI totally involved. This is 2006. Totally involved. They know they're part of the problem. They're part of the apparatus. Don't kid yourself. This is an extensive article, a lot, a lot of which was already known um, regarding the incident. You can get the 15-page uh, document reviewed by the Daily Beast right here. All right, asking why in the world in the 90s did the FBI not do their job? And they damn well knew. 1996, before I graduated high school. All right, we got one more ad for IP Vanish, which I use. We're going to come back on the other side for a couple minutes and discuss the second hour. And if you're watching on the RVM stream, nothing to worry about. It's going to transition right into that second hour on Critical Planet. Let's have a word from our sponsor. We love the internet. But the internet is tracking everything you do. Take control of your online privacy with IP Vanish. 
People with malicious intent are everywhere watching you. Criminals can hack your Wi-Fi while broadband providers and advertisers monitor your data. With IP Vanish on your device, internet activity is encrypted. No one can see what you're doing. Your location, your connection, completely hidden. Protect your internet privacy today with IP Vanish. RVMVPN.com. Go check out IP Vanish over there. Okay. I want people to really understand that in order to pull off this very real globalist transhumanist agenda, you have to subvert the population mentally on many levels. And in order to do so, you have to get your propaganda out there again and again and again and have it be as non-threatening as possible, all right, in order to get others to parrot it as if it is fact. And that's exactly what this critical planet or planet critical thing is, 100%. It's to women. They're unassuming but fierce. They believe in the science and they've got a solution. And it's you know it's top down top down rules but it's not really authoritarianism we'll let you know that no 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 we're going to try to get people to do this out of the goodness of their hearts willfully oh are you that's that's how you're going to do it so really this conversation even points out in the very beginning the aspects of eugenics and hey maybe people don't want to hear that we have to go from 8 billion to 3 billion and when you really dig deeper it isn't 3 billion it's 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 as low as 500 million half a billion and during this conversation which is actually uh over an hour it's like an hour and 10 minutes long uh they they invoke the Georgia Guidestones. They talk about the Georgia Guidestones in this thing. So please check out the second hour. It's about to come up. I absolutely love you guys. And after the broadcast, remember, we got a all-star lineup on RVM. You're watching on the stream. You're loving the stream. Two hours of Burmese. I'm fired up with Chad Canton, Matt Couch, Wayne Dupree, Drew Burquist, Ray Dietrich, and so much more. I'm going to kick it over to my producer, Krista, now so you guys can enjoy this next hour. Thanks, guys. We'll see you tomorrow. To a little place called Three Billion. Now, Three Billion, just for those that maybe don't have the basic math skills, is five billion less. And it's still one billion more than what Ted Turner said he thought the global population should be on the record in my film, Shade the Motion Picture. Go check it out for free. Very, very important movie in my eyes. And one that really stands the test of time now, I can't believe it, but a decade later. So when Ted Turner was confronted about overpopulation in a positive manner he's not afraid to tell you hey hey two billion two billion i don't know where everybody else goes where are they going what happens to those people it's just so insane to even suggest and 
in my opinion, it also shows a certain narcissism on those that would um, propagate this nonsense, not come to the realization that what they're doing is anti-human, has nothing to do with climate change, although that's the facade, right? That's the big excuse. And what we're going to do and how we're going to get from 8 to 3 billion is we're going to go to this planet critical, planet critical YouTube. Okay, now we're, we're not going to watch the full hour and 10 minute conversation between Rachel Donald and Phoebe Barnard, who is this climate specialist. Ooh, going to have to save us from the boogeyman of climate change. Insanity. But I will say this. They're very, very honest about what? The problem is that there are too many people. Now, Ted Turner's very honest when he says that, too. He says, too many people doing too many things, doing too much stuff. We got to get rid of all that stuff we're doing. Old stuffings. <laughs> and when I see this, okay, and we've got, what do we got? About 10 minutes worth of clips that were taken out by the researcher over at Twitter. The researcher, a great resource. I'm constantly trying to send people there. Uh, if you're not following me on Twitter, at Jason Burmis, it's where I'm personally most active with not only um, kind of posting the links to this show on a daily basis, because I put a lot into this two-hour show every day, but also the stories I think are worthwhile and clips that I think are worthwhile. Many make them here. Many don't. Uh, but at the same time, a lot of people are like, well, do you put links to, to, to the stories? Guys, I, I, I know that people hate on me for that. Burmese Brigade, if you're out there underneath, if you want to make threads, of replies of all the articles we cover in an episode when I post it on Twitter, please do that. Please do that. I see some people respond. I mean, I put the headline up there. Uh, the headline, I get it. The hyperlink's very easy to click on. You type the headline into any search engine, it's going to come up. You know what I'm saying? That's all I'm saying. I'm not, I, when we show you the documents, I tell you what the document name is. When I show you the bill, I give you the number. When we're at courtlistener.com, we're there. I will say this. When you're on Twitter, you will get um, a lot of the legitimate links to source material, right? And uh, by the way, want to give a shout out to uh, Matt Couch for uh, retweeting the show out today. That was embedded into supposedly the algorithm is going to treat, obviously, videos embedded in Twitter as better. And look, we're trying to reach people on every single level. Like I said, I don't care. I'll, I'll pay so I can stream on Rumble. I don't care. I'll pay so I can stream on Podbean. I don't care. I'll, I'll pay so I can post videos and hopefully eventually stream again. Um, still can't for some reason on Twitter. I want to reach as many people as possible. So now if we can move Twitter into the sphere of not only you know, one or two or 3,000 people watching the show, but like five, 10, 15,000 people watching the show on that venue. That's awesome. That's awesome. There's a lot people don't know out there. And I'm also not trying to be doom and gloom all the time, right? Those that know me know I like to joke around, especially on the show, have a good time, smile, uh, go out into the big, bad world and do stuff. 
I enjoy a good concert. Everybody knows that I'm a big MMA fan. Weekends are for fights, right? But with all that stuff and the fact that I tell people that they have to get involved and the best way you can do so is in your own life, in your own community and work outwards, right? Don't think you're going to solve the world's problems. I don't think I'm going to solve the world's problems. I don't have answers to all the world's problems. I could point out a lot of the problems say, hey, maybe we should do this. This is maybe how we could have actual accountability. A lot of those, those accountability issues, though, also have to do with who can be prosecuted. Right? And unfortunately, we have a military-industrial complex apparatus in this country that goes far beyond, really, in my opinion, the reaches of even a nation state as you have huge collusion in a multitude of regions with big tech and these NGOs, right? Again, that's trans agenda, really about transhumanism in every respect, everybody, 100%, believe the hype, it is now one in unison with big tech, okay, global governance organizations like the WHO and the UN, and every other virtue signaling organizations. This isn't a grassroots thing, right? Yesterday, played a clip of this woman uh, basically talking about how, you know, the grassroots and the top have to come together, but at the bottom, we're the ones paying for the vast majority of it under the guise of benevolence. Like this is under the guise of benevolence, but their end game, at least in this one, is very open. Okay, and, and I'll tell you what it is. It's less people. It's less people. And I said narcissistic before, but it's really sociopathic and psychopathic to think that you're the one that gets to decide that. We all must come together as one. So, you, again, you want groupthink. You want collectivism. And collectivism, in my opinion, is the complete and total antithesis of actual freedom. Does that mean you can't come together and work with your fellow man? We encourage that here. We want open discussions. We want dissent. We want different opinions. We want people to be able to work together. Absolutely. Absolutely. But not in lockstep with some authoritarian agenda that divvies up the system of one of immense inequality. F their equity nonsense. Equity means slavery for us all. The end of the haves and the have-nots and the have-everythings are there. This is it. This is it. And as they do that, that believe it, they're talking about decimating the population. So I'm, I'm going to let the, the clips roll. Obviously, we're going to be talking it up. As we go through that, here it is, planet critical. Now, thank God, this thing has only, what is it, 3.14 uh, or 3.41 uh, subs, right? 3,100. But you notice, uh, you can't see it in here, but they have 2.2 thousand views. So, you know, I have literally 20 plus times thousand or 20 plus times the amount of subs just on YouTube alone. And it doesn't have much less views than what we get here. I wonder why that is. Because they're authoritative sources and they're amplified. They're planet critical. Planet critical. Okay. All right. Let's 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 hear about planet critical, everybody. Buckle up. 
This week, I spoke with Phoebe Bernard. Phoebe is a climate scientist who has worked across very many sectors of the climate problem, from biology to women's leadership in the global south. You know, because women's leadership is a real issue when it comes to climate science. I mean, do these people hear themselves? Does it, does it, would it matter if they did hear themselves? That's, that's one of the most ridiculous and ludicrous things you could absolutely say about science. You know, women's leadership roles, like we've ever excluded exceptional women scientists. On this show alone, all right, during the Transformers conference, you know, and I'm not going to be referring to Martine Rothblatt here. I'm going to be referring to the head of Rocketdyne. There's a woman. She'd been there forever. She talked about it being a boys club, right? But she rose to the top over there. Why? Because she was good at her job. And, and that's what some, some I don't think people understand. The actual bureaucracies that have control and run things, they are being run by absolutely capable people. And the, and the buffoons they're now putting out in front are very much buffoons. They're very much yes men. Social climbing chumps, all right? And I mean, at the apex of that, obviously, is uh, is the Biden administration. And Joey B, a.k.a. Zombie J himself. Let's get back to it. From 8 billion to 3. I mean, the, the, the gall of these people. She's also the co-founder of the Stable Planet Alliance, a group that is investigating uh, overpopulation and hyperconsumption. They're currently working on a paper that will be submitted to the United Nations. Uh, they're looking at developing top-down policy plans and also bottom-up grassroots organization. Top-down policy plans. Like, this is exactly what we talked about yesterday. Top-down policy plans. We tell you what to do while we put in less resources and money. Then you put in the actual money and the resources. We act like it's grassroots. Because we get a lot of you by, by plugging you into this. It's insane. It's insane. I mean, how authoritarian did that sound to you? It sounded plenty authoritarian to me. I promise. Now, it struck me just before jumping on the call with Phoebe that actually I hadn't talked about population on the show yet. And that seems unfathomable. Planet Critical has been running in its current form for about nine months. Uh, so how is it that the population question has not yet come up? Well, it's a very divisive question. It's a very emotional question. It's a very historical question with roots in eugenics and racism and these things that we absolutely cannot ignore. And yet Phoebe says, we have to take those concerns very seriously, but we also have to take the problem of overpopulation very, very seriously. Let's stop it there. So. There's the acknowledgement, and I think it's important we talk about that. Look, we get it. We, we get it why there's a lot of people that are maybe not so into this. It is rooted in eugenics and racism. Here's the thing, and one of the things that people don't get enough, especially now because they've been trained not to. So many people have been now trained to see in color again, and see in quote unquote gender and they if they've taken what was a sexual preference 
between adults. All right. And now made it a spectrum of different things and made it into this situation where they're dividing everybody on every issue. Boom, 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 boom. So that you fight amongst that Johnny nonsense and it's everyone. They don't really care about that. It's every, it's going to be these people that are advocating for it. It's everyone. Everyone, everyone, that's the new civil rights movement. It doesn't matter the color of your skin. It doesn't matter what language you speak. And this is a global thing. It's a global movement. It's the fourth industrial revolution. This is biomimetics. All right, this is what they're telling you is AI, but not really AI. Artificial intelligence in this respect is really programmable, algorithmic software okay so whoever's programming it can ensure that the outcome can exclude certain things and promote others it's at its very nature okay this whole self-aware nonsense again that stuff that that in my opinion is being promoted propaganda style by people like dennis bushnell and nasa Right. Oh, some people think the web might be waking up. Bullshit. It's nonsense. That's nonsense. They want you to equate that digital life, that metaverse they're pushing on you, that multiverse idea that there's infinite realities that we're all a part of, that you could be in a simulation, and that consciousness can be not only replicated, but some, somehow digitally uploaded into this system and you'll just wake up in the wonderverse a metaverse like you could never imagine meanwhile that's to euthanize your ass yeah and along the way of getting people to believe that they want you to merge with machines become more docile while they use technology to try to biologically live forever and become superior beings and have an endless surf class of whatever they allow in their allotment system of sustainability to command control and ultimately experiment on like guinea pigs. Yeah, that's why you might want to take a step back and be like, yeah, maybe maybe it is a little eugenics-y. That is a, that is a, a tad eugenics-y, isn't it? Hmm. That's bad news brown. Maybe something we don't want to be a part of. Okay. Next clip from 8 billion to 3 with Rachel Donald and Phoebe Barnard. I'm still a, a negotiator at the UN Convention on Biological Diversity, and the global south and the global north would bicker about who is at fault with the state of the planet. Yeah. You know, it's the affluent north. No, it's the overproducing, overpopulating south. Thing, it, it, it was never honestly that simple, but it's especially not that simple now. Affluence becomes a poison wherever it is in the world. And the USA and a few other countries, uh, Kuwait, Luxembourg, <laughs> um, Canada, Australia, are, are all in much the same camp. Let me just say what she said in layman's terms. If you're in a first world nation, and you have comfortable accommodations, you're bad. You're bad.
and and working with the United Nations, the carbon system is a fraudulent system. Again, one one of the reasons I have respect for Robert F. Kennedy Jr. and and you know I've talked about this before, even before you know, relating it to RFK Jr. is one of the big problems with coal, and we should acknowledge this is the mercury runoff and waste product that happens to the waterways, but it can be cleaned up. You can do it the right way, all right? And he sued them and did that. And that's a good thing. But we're not talking about heavy metals. We're not talking about statins and antidepressants that have somehow gotten into our water supply. We're not talking about GMO foods that have been manipulated. You know, yesterday I, I briefly discussed the GMO mosquitoes and the good people at the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, also big on the, well, we got way too many people. But by vaccinating them, that wouldn't reduce the population. <laughs> Even though there's that, you know, famous clip of him talking about doing a, a real good job with uh, reproductive health and vaccinations. It's, it's wild, you know, and Again, I constantly go to this book, Unzip Genes, uh, Taking Charge of Baby Making in the New Millennium, because, I mean, they're very open about it right in the very beginning that, hey, you know, well, basically, they're, they're talking about the population control. This is taking control of the, the human species and what it means. And they point out eugenics, but how it can be positive. And guess what? They term it as the new one, transgenics. You can't make this shit up. I, I I guess that you're just connecting too many dots. Just one author, Jason, most powerful transgender person on the planet. On the planet. My goodness. But but again, let's continue. You're being told right here, first world countries, and, and this is exactly what Dennis Bushnell told you. The mantra will go from one of growth to sustainability and that means your standard of living plummets as the Asians and their billions come up. It's almost a direct quote. Played it dozens of times here. Okay? So so let's hear from this woman right now that's that's now crucified the Western world for daring to have a first world lifestyle. It's insanity. One, one in which she has enjoyed herself. I'm sure she bears so much guilt. So much guilt for that. But affluence has popped up, inequality, obscene inequality has popped up everywhere in the world. And people in Nigeria, for example, and Lagos are just as likely as affluent people anywhere to want to fly to London and do their shopping or have a weekend holiday in Budapest. And it's gotten out of control. So we have. It's out of control that people want to travel and see the world and be on vacation. It's out of control. Ask yourself, does what she had to say really have anything to do with saving the planet in reality? Or in reality, would that restrict your movement based on the class of person you are? These people are openly advocating for a techno-fascist biomedical caste system. The worst of the worst. The worst of the worst. Even if this woman is 100% 
based in what she thinks is benevolence and is ignorant. There's no excuse. There's no excuse for the things she's saying. It's out of control. We got to have this conversation. Yeah, we have we have to have a conversation about why people like her, okay, shouldn't have power over our lives in any way. And one of the solutions to that is to get the United Nations out of the United States and the U.S. out of the U.N. Let China have the United Nations. I'm dead serious, 100%. Listen, let Europe have it somewhere. Let it be in France. How about that? Would you like it? How about you, Sweden? How about one of the NATO nations? Listen, start building a new building because we're going to use the old one as a museum as to the failures of the United Nations and its policies. There's a solution. There's the real solution. And that museum as such it would be where we actually bring our youth to educate them. You know, I went down to the New York Met as a kid. Um, one of one of the greatest uh, museum experiment, uh, experiences of my life. Um, I went down to the World Trade Center as a kid back before it was, you know, not there in there. That stuff is important, man. I want to be able to travel. I want other people to have that experience, Phoebe. Okay. Or the opportunity, but these people don't want that. They want to tell you what to do, when to do it, how to do it. No, you're not my daddy. You're not my mammy. These people are gross. Let's continue. To talk more in a nuanced way about where the problem is, what the problem is, and not just have knee-jerk finger-pointing insults about the other. We've got to get around a table using the kind of civil discourse methods that we have in conflict resolution and figure out how to go forward because we all bear collective responsibility for the state of the planet, not necessarily individually because big chunks of humanity cannot in any way be said to have personal responsibility for the planet. Let's just stop there. It's insane. Again, collective is the key term. You need this collectivism. And if it wasn't about carbon and the system of command and control, we could have a discussion, an open discussion. But I want to remind people that not only do we have a system where we're not really focusing on actual pollution and the dangers of um, GMO, of biomimetics, right? Of these biological laboratories, those real, those very real dangers of nuclear war at this point, because these people just can't stop conflict. Now, no, we're not worried about that. We're worried about carbon. Well, our military doesn't have to report any of the carbon emissions from any of its weapons testings that we have no idea about, of which much is done in the ocean. Okay, can you imagine what the military's carbon footprint is? It, it would, if you had any idea, it would make our first world lifestyle carbon footprint look like a joke by even their metrics, and they know it. And by the way, the United States isn't the only one that's guilty on that. 
to all these militaries. So they're full of shit on their face. I want to make that extremely clear. But both systemic change and individual change need to, you know, really accelerate. And we're not going to do that if we continue to sit and argue about what's the problem or who should be allowed to talk about it. And <laughs> I, I've gotten really impatient with people that should know better at this late 11th hour, almost 12th hour for humanity. The tw it's always at the end. It's the 11th. It's the 12th. The 13th hour. There's no 13th hour. It's the 12th hour for humanity. That fearmonger, 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 a fearmonger. That, that's what that is. Okay. Let's see. I think I might have skipped over one. So let's go to this one right here. What sort of uh, top-down policy uh, changes are you guys advising on? Well, we're putting together a white paper for the UN FPA, uh, family planning. Family planning, number one. Number one, family planning. We want you on birth control. Oh, you got pregnant? We'd love you to get rid of that bit, baby. Let's, let's have an incentive for you to get rid of that baby. Family planning, numero uno, top-down policy. Taking charge of baby-making in the new millennium, Martine Rothblatt. I mean, again, why, why do we want to be involved with the United Nations? Seriously, at this point. I mean, the, the UN is putting out papers like this. United Nations, free and equal. And yes, this is this goes after your children. They've come after your children. Why are we in the UN? Why is that even a thing? It should not be. All right? Discrimination. I mean, they're, they're already telling you it's everybody's child. There's new science. There's no new science. This is about transhumanism and control. A non-binary person. They're going for it. A third gender, two-spirit, travesti, fafina, genderqueer, transpone, mukes, waria, and meti. You know, I take, I, this is never going to end because they want you to disassociate from your biology. Number one, family planning. But there's no agenda for that. I'm, I'm, I'm kooky McGee for even suggesting it. Number one, family planning. Division and the population division of the UN, but also to all branches of the UN. And therefore, through trickling down the member states of the UN on the SDGs, the Sustainable Development The Sustainable Development Goals. I want, I want you to know what she just did there. This is their religion. All right, that's why she literally looked up and prayed as she started to talk about these things to trickle down before she got down to the sustainable development goals. All right, let's bring it back. Let's bring it back. Watch her hands. Okay, <laughs> I'm sorry, but when you see actions like that out in the open, you got to call them out. You must. The UN, and therefore through trickling down the member states of the UN on the SDGs. The Sustainable Development Goals do not pay 
nearly adequate attention to either of these issues, population or consumption. They do talk about the economy and they do talk about consumption, but it's pretty much still in a growthist framework and population is virtually not mentioned. And there are some reasons for that, but corrective action is needed because- There are some reasons for that. We don't want to scare the, the public too much that we want to cut it by more than half and have global inoculation, I mean sterilization, I mean extermination programs. No, I'm that, Jason, no, no. I'm sure Leslie from 60 Minutes would say no, no, no. I mean, an organization as great as the UN that gets wrapped up in child sex scandals like during the Ebola breakout while COVID-1984 was going on, Remember that? Oh, no one talks about that. And that not being the first. I mean, we should totally trust those organizations and be a part of them and be in them. It's a great idea. This is not 1950 anymore. It's not the age of father knows best where everyone was in this delusion of growth. Yeah. Now we are, you know, right at the crossroads of civilization. All lies. All lies. 95% of the usable land out there, we don't populate. We don't populate. You think that the powers that shouldn't be the predator class, and we've talked about this, wants cheap or, or virtually free energy for the masses? It's a, it's a huge system of control. They wanna control how much energy you use, how much travel you have. This, this is very apparent. This whole father's knows best. Look. I'm so sick of men just being completely and totally attacked all the time. First of all, to, to act like I'm going to speak for half of the human species on the planet. I'm not. Talk about, you want to talk about diversity. Big spectrum of different men out there. Huge. Talking about in the billions. I guess not if they have their way. Huh? They'll never be able to say, because if they have three, you know, guys are probably going to max out at about 1.5 billion. That's not multiple billions. But right now, we're there. I'm not going to speak for them. But I'll say this. I do believe uh, not in uh, macro evolution, species to species evolution, but micro evolution for sure. And species wise, yeah, a men did pretty well for themselves. And I know there's still good fathers out there and good husbands out there and good brothers out there. And good uncles out there and good cousins out there, good people out there, both sexes. But the attack on men, it's it's such trash because historically they know that it's going to be strong men that come together against this collectivist nightmare that are going to put an end to it or resist it. And they don't want resistance. You know, 1950s, fathers know, father knows best. What is this? Awful. And so for the developing countries, which really do benefit most from the structure and the framework that sustainable development goals provide, um, a reform of them in their 2030 iteration, because the goals are reformed every 10 years, uh, is going to be really important to ground population and consumption right at the core of them so that future generations are adequately um, valued 
and catered for, and their rights are protected. We're gonna, they're going to be catered for. I just... Well, <clears throat> what they're telling you is, we want to bring the third world up to the second world, stabilize the second world with more authoritarianism, command control, biometrics, basically the stuff we did uh, during the War of Terror, right? Afghanistan, Iraq, uh, biometrics movement, you know, put some flashy things on it so we can put a cap on growth and population. But you'll be catered to. And anyone that's in the first world, sorry, sorry, you're going to have to uh, gradually become more sustainable and live like the second worlders. Like the, the people that are literally in the third world, world in the worst conditions might see a gain if they get their command and control system. But really, this is also setting up class warfare where people will point the finger at their neighbors instead of what's actually driving this. This is a nightmare agenda. Because at the moment, they are not. And the UN, my colleague Carter Dillard of the Fair Start Movement, a founding member of Stable Planet Alliance, argues, and he's quite right, that the UN is failing its own um, convention on the rights of the child by failing to ground intergenerational rights. It's all about protecting children. These people care so much about children that they've got two dozen genders for them and protection. Okay? And it's intergenerational rights. We have to protect the rights of those down the line. When, when does a human being get to be a human being? Right? I'm not saying go out and poison the air or poison the water or poison the food. But then again, I'm not the one with military programs of solar radiation management spraying things into the sky, am I? Am I, Phoebe? Miss Barnard. Oh, but don't worry. It's planet critical. I mean, <laughs> again, solution, very simple. Uh, the executive order is... Get the United States out of the UN and out of the WHO and get them the mother truck out of there immediately. Immediately. Out. Bye. See ya. Arrivederci. We don't want them. We don't need them. And man, that's going to spark some problems. Issues maybe I can't even imagine would arise. But it needs to be done. The, the UN is an acting vehicle of this cancer collectivist control society being pushed, of global governance, if you will, of their quote-unquote, time and again used, new world order. In, in the charter. Yeah, it's, an, it's a really interesting angle. It makes it a more tolerable point of discussion. When you think about it in terms of intergenerational rights, yeah, when it's, it makes it more tolerable to think that you might want to cut the population by over half by referring to it in a Bernaysian talking point of intergenerational rights. For sure. And I think that it's something Greta has done wonderfully throughout her years of campaign. Oh my God, they love Greta. I mean, that's all you need to know. They they put out, and I and I don't like to pick on Greta Thunberg because she is put into the limelight as, as basically a child, 
All right. She's already been scared to death and told the world is going to end if she doesn't do these things and she needs to get her generation behind it. Children are what I like to call impressionable. <laughs> you know, we, you know, again, impressionable that we influence her for a reason. Let's let, don't do the double think. Right? No, no, no Orwellian thinking here. And they pushed her out there, and both of them, oh, Greta has done just a great job, and Phoebe loves it, right? Because all the press they've gotten, and they're saving the children, and it's intergenerational, and it's, how dare you? Like, I'm not trying to hurt you, kid. I'm trying to help you. I'm trying to help you and others like you live a good life with real competition, with a high standard of living, with you making the choice about your diet and your vacation, and your car, and your home, ultimately. And by actually working hard in a meritocracy, right, you can have those things and make those decisions. Because I like life. It's a good time. But ask yourself, are these people pro-life or are they pro-slavery? Yes, yeah. frame intergenerational rights at sort of the heart of this debate. Have you yet interviewed... Um, Kate Rayworth's partner, the UK philosopher Roman Jard, I, I don't know how to pronounce his uh, surname, Jernard. No, but I have Kate coming on the show in October. Oh, great. So, great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, yeah. he's an interesting person too. I would love to be, <laughs> I shouldn't say this online, I'd love to be a fly in the wall in their marriage because they, the, they must have the most incredibly interesting and powerful mm. discussions. But... Um, she, as someone transforming the economy and um, reminding humanity of the things that should bound an economy, which currently aren't. And he, as a philosopher looking at deep time uh, rights and responsibilities, you know, he's written a very interesting book called The Good Ancestor, for example. Uh, yeah. He's a really good person to talk about the rights of those who aren't in the the irony of what she just said there is a little overwhelming those who aren't in the room are this audience are this audience's kids their parents their brothers their sisters their neighbors and their co-workers that's who's not in the room but they're going to make a reference for an imagination land future. And who will be here when none of us are here? All right. So in a place called reality, the people who aren't in the room aren't actually being represented. And in the fantasy verse that they want to project as reality, their narcissism their sociopathy gets to decide for the imaginary people that they tell you they're acting for as some kind of virtue signal. It's, I mean, it's over the top. It's, it's that Pesci shot in JFK. It's a riddle wrapped inside the Enigma, man. It's, it's insane. It's the dark cartoon. And the corporations that are increasingly starting to lead, leave a blank chair in the room to represent children, to remind people that they're not there and they need to be 
uh, included. He talks about Sophie Howe, the Welsh um, commissioner uh, for the future, for example, and the Wellbeing Economy Alliance and the Wellbeing Economy Governments, of mm. which there are now six, um, Finland, Iceland, Scotland, New Zealand, uh, Canada. Guys, again, the well-being economy, peace for health and health for peace and peace for health and health for peace. Remember, that's the UN motto now. And their little transgender lady boy person with the sustainability goals and, and the climate now part of the health for peace and the peace for health. And we have a wellness economy in westernized nations. Wellness for whom? Oh, this is for the children? Yeah, I'm sure the children are going to want to struggle in their younger years and watch their parents' um, uh, standard of living just plummet. This is insanity. Insanity. And Wales. Uh, how they are taking intergenerational rights very much more to the center for public policy, center of public policy. So, you know, these are the kinds of top-down policies that I think we do need to engage in for the survival of humanity, for the survival of millions of other species on this planet, and for the thriving of humanity. You know, if we are optimistic enough, and sometimes I still am, to feel that humanity can not only survive but will thrive and flourish in the future, then I think we have to understand the tension uh, that is helpful between bottom-up grassroots action and top-down public policy reforms. It's all about top-down, to brainwash the bottom-up and really pay for a false grassroots movement. There is no grassroots movement for this. And there would never be one for this, which is a decimation of society, if humanity wants to thrive. You want to know who, how humanity thrives? We have 25 billion people on the planet in 100 years. You heard me. 25 billion people three times in 100 years. That's how we thrive. Not, not only survive, but thrive and do kick-ass shit. What do you think about that, Phoebe? I mean, that's that's real. That's real. Like advancing to the point where we can take care of all of our problems. But first, we got to stop this top-down control and these top-down policies by the predator class through vehicles and mechanisms like the United Nations, like the Davos crowd, like the World Health Organization, and a slew of these other things, like the Club of Rome, all of it, all of it. All right, we got one more clip. Um, before we wrap this up, I do want to remind people, redvoicemedia.com slash uncensored, redvoicemedia.com slash Jason, two extra interviews. That's two over the weekend that you won't get anywhere else. Pretty awesome stuff. Uh, I love that we're doing the second hour and, and ripping it hard here. And remember, 12-hour stream over at Red Voice Media. Make sure you go subscribe to them over at Rumble. A lot of people are asking me, where's the second hour on Rumble? First of all, um, they, they do post my video later, but if you go to the, the RVM total live stream, that's where you're going to find my morning show kicking it off. Okay. And once that kicks off, both hours are there. Remember to subscribe to them, subscribe to me, get it out. All right. Let's continue on uh, with this final clip with these ladies.
Let's go through some of the data then on uh, population. Oh, how many people can the biosphere support? I'm a person who's very particular about that issue. I don't believe in giving a number. It's probably between the ranges that are often talked about now. Chris Tucker's planet of three billion on the on the high side. On the high side, three billion on I, I just told you. Twenty-five billion, lady. Three billion on the high side. And uh, perhaps the recent figure that was uh, coming out from that uh, Stonehenge type of structure that was vandalized in the U.S. state of Georgia recently, where someone had uh, carved out uh, an inscription about a population of half a billion. Isn't that wild? You know, I sit here and I talk about the religious aspect of this, and she brings up the Georgia Guidestones. She's talking about half a billion. Now, when Ted Turner is confronted in shade, there was this old quote that was out and about of Ted Turner saying about half a billion. And he said, "That's I think that's kind of low. I think two billion's about right. One child policy. One and done. This lady's telling you, hey, you know, maybe we have to get rid of seven and a half billion people. No biggie. Oopsie. On the earth. Now, it's going to take a long time to get back there. And most people aren't even willing to talk about doing more than stabilizing the planet. In fact, most people just accept almost exponential growth as a continuing reality. And to talk about anything else is, is, is somehow rights um, in, insulting in a rights context. But we're not thinking about intergenerational rights when we have these discussions. Um, and, and maybe I'll get onto that in a second. Um, but my personal view is that we've got to get people walking in the right direction. Walking in the right direction. Now, what does that mean? Well, that's let's let's ease them on in. Let's ease them on in step by step. Just a little nudge here and a little nudge there. Some propaganda here and some subliminals there. Here's some sustainability. There's some sustainability. We've got sustainability everywhere. Just got to nudge them in the right direction. Just a little bit. Without getting hung up on a numeric goal. Because again, it's another thing for people to bicker about. And yeah, it's another people, another thing for people to bicker about, argue about how many people we eventually euthanize or how we control who's allowed to have babies and why. Just bicker about it. A little bickering, a little bicker schmicker. Personally, with 8 billion people, we've got to start the momentum going much more. I mean, so many countries with coercive pronatalist policies, like increasingly the US, China, Iran, Hungary, a lot of countries that the US might think that it doesn't like to be associated with, Poland, increasing number of countries are moving in precisely the wrong direction. Um, but we need to get the mass of humanity accepting that planetary impact 
is likely to cause the collapse of civilization within the lifetimes of someone your age, possibly within my lifetime. And that's fantasy. We're in the 11th hour, the 12th hour, really fantasy, fantasy, doom and gloom, not true, not real. And, uh, we need to figure that out and degrow both our economy and our numbers as fast as humanly possible. Some initial modeling. As fast as humanly possible, degrow our economy and numbers, turn the economy off and cut down people. This is a crazy person, okay? And this is the official policy of these people. And that's alarming. Suggest that we might be able to get back to a population of 3 billion and a total fertility rate of 1.5 children per woman um, sometime in the 22nd century without coercive methods, oh, no. without policy measures, without autocratic governments, just through the changes of approach and choice and incre increased access to birth control. Love that birth control. By the way, everything she said was a lie. Without autocratic governments, every, everything she mentioned would be a tool of institu instituting the madness she just discussed. Okay. Yeah, but I mean, that that is a change in policy. Increased access to birth control, also increased access to education. The higher educated a woman is, typically the less children uh, she not has. Non-coercive policies, I suppose. I mean, right. Yeah. 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 Non-coercive. Non, non Non-coercive. Sure. Folks, that's going to wrap this segment and wrap this show. I actually, for those that don't know, uh, I do the live show. Okay, we do it Monday through Thursday, uh, 8 a.m. Central, 9 a.m. Eastern. We do it for two hours. We run commercials in the first hour. It's on YouTube. And then we go over to uh, Rumble <coughs> and Rockfin exclusively. And we do the second hour there so we can talk a little bit more real with y'all. I want to remind you, I am a documentary filmmaker. All my movies are free. Loose Change, Final Cut, Fabled Enemies, Learn the Truth About 9-11 Today. I think it's key in understanding where we are as a populace, not only here in this country, but around the world, as it has ramifications to this day globally in, in a number of geopolitical uh, arenas. Okay, And then Invisible Empire, A New World Order Defined, and Shade the motion picture, consider supporting the broadcast, all right? 10 bucks a month, $100 for the year, try it out for a buck, come on over to RVM Premium. Again, two, two, two separate interviews that are exclusive over there, plus you get all the other premium content of RVM. It's redvoicemedia.com slash Jason, redvoicemedia.com slash uncensored. Thank you guys so much. I absolutely love you. And remember, it's not about left or right. It is always about right and wrong. We love the internet, but the internet is tracking everything you do. Take control of your online privacy.